minutes, 27 minutes to 5. It's time for us to welcome the founder and CEO of the Lemok Group, the one and only Lemokhang Mokubela. Bralebza, can I call you Bralebza? Good morning this morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for jumping out of bed so early. No, good morning. I was actually working, so I didn't get out of bed, actually. <laughs> you were working? Yeah, I'm working. What time do you get to sleep, bro? Um, I don't have a time. I just I just have to manage it, but I don't really have a set time for sleeping. How many hours do you sleep if you do get time to sleep? Well, I do pull a seven-hour sleep session um, in, in, in on good days. I do pull a seven-hour good sleep session, but yeah, normally I'm nocturnal, so I work better at night than early mornings. Ah, you're one of those, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you confused the whole lot of us, eh? <laughs> we could never find you. Every time we're looking for you, you're either working or sleeping. Can't find this man. Wonder if he's got a social life. <laughs> no, I do have a social life in between. Happy, happy Madiba month, my brother. Now, you are quite the entrepreneur, eh? Tell us about your humble beginnings and how you began... Uh, your, your, your journey into the world of uh, serious business? So my I think my journey basically started fresh out of matric. It was 2000, I matriculated 2008. Um, one of the things for me was when my friends, my fellow matriculants were talking about going to varsity and talking about to di- going to different varsities in Durban, Cape Town and the likes, I, I was never really in tune with that kind of a notion. Um, I didn't see myself going to varsity or things like that, not because I I was always an entrepreneur. You know, most of the time entrepreneurs say they used to sell sweets at school and things like that. Um, for me, that's, that would be a lie. I was very academic. Um, but after me, I realized university life was not for me. So my first business, I literally started it fresh out of Metric 2009. That closed down in 2011 purely because I didn't have business acumen. So would make a little bit of profit and I'll go and spend the profit immediately. So every month I was starting from scratch basically. Um, then I got a job at a major marketing agency in 2012 and then 20, a year later I was promoted to director. And 2014 I, I decided to quit to continue my my endeavor to start my own thing. And 2015 Lamarck was, was started. So yeah, that's the story in a nutshell. She. It's interesting to to, 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 to note that uh, when friends were going to varsity, you just decided that. And, well, what made you get to that realization that, uh, you know, varsity was not for you? Because uh, for many of us, that's not easy to decide on. Well, I think I think for me, it was, the, it was the concept of how everything was so basic, you know, like you grow up, you go to primary, then you go to high school, then from high school, you go to varsity, from varsity, you get a job, then I, 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 for me, it just, it just looked stale and, 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 and normal, too normal for me. So, I was, and it, the fact that everyone was talking about it, I have a notion, I've always had a notion that anything that is socially accepted, you have to question. Because most of the time, you know, the herd mentality, sometimes the problem with it is people are not really thinking about issues. They're just accepting things. So if everyone accepts it, I tend to sit back and analyze. So I've always been like that. Um, I wouldn't say it's anything over and above who I am, basically. You're one of a kind, I must say. COVID-19 has got us by the washing, my brother. How has it affected you? (laughs) 
Well, um, last year, before we even start, so as we were building the Gassi mobile thing, we actually lost, launched our our smartphone brand last year, December. We, lo- we launched our own smartphone. And um, we were working in connection with the Chinese companies. Obviously, the whole COVID-19 thing started that side. So lockdown started with them. And that had obviously an, uh, a bad um, impact on, on, on the smartphone business, which we couldn't get new stock for probably three, four months. Um, but that accelerated our plans to actually produce in the country. Um, also accelerated our plans to launch in Gassi Mobile because we realized everyone was at home, people were consuming data. Um, and so we literally, in a way, it was a good and bad thing because it was good because it accelerated our plans um, and took us out of our comfort zone. But it was bad, obviously, because we lost a, a lot of cash flow and a lot of leeway with the smartphone brand, which also impacts the other businesses in the group as well. Yes, yeah, that was a rough patch. But uh, gutsy as you are, the 1st of June, what happened? So 1st of June, we launched Gutsy Mobile. Um, it was it was actually a very uh, emotional day for me because when we built Gutsy Mobile, we, we built it on the basis. I'm, I'm from Sushanguvi, so I pride myself in saying that I'm a township entrepreneur. Although my businesses tend to operate in the mainstream economy more than they do in the township economy, but I pride myself as being a township entrepreneur. So we launched Kasi Mobile because I tend to realize that the, a lot of the young people that I've mentored from Kasi um, tend to have, I, 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 I believe it's more of a lack of exposure to a lot of things. And hence, you know, even when you talk to them about goals and things like that, you start realizing that they, they dumb it down. And so for me, I realized that the biggest exposure is through the use of Internet and connectivity. So we launched CutsMobileLand.Bases, and we were literally sitting now on about 3,000 SIM cards since we launched, which for me is great. How, how does it work? Um, people, you, you're servicing people who already have gadgets, who just want yeah. a different network that will give them value for money. Yeah, so for us, so we we play the long game. So at the end of the day, we, we're looking at becoming a fully independent NVNO, not to sound too technical, but that is an independent network that doesn't actually own its own infrastructure. The reason why we're going for that is one of the reasons why data is expensive in our country is that most of the operators actually own their towers, their own infrastructure. So that becomes a cost for the business and therefore um, becomes an overhead for the business and therefore the data cost goes up. So we partnered with an, uh, with a, with a, an established a mobile network where we're using their infrastructure, so our data actually is way lower. So, you know, our lowest our lowest data bundle is about thirty ninety nine rand for ten plus ten gigs, which we've realized that you know a lot of people are jumping on it. And ten gigs, uh, ten plus ten, ten in the afternoon, ten at night, it actually works brilliantly for a lot of people. Sheesh, that's music to my ears, bro. <laughs> Yeah, ten plus ten for ninety nine bucks. I mean, people are yeah, getting but what, the, one gig stream, for ninety nine bucks. If you're bucks. streaming, that's a that's little. Eh? If you, I think the average Netflix movie is about ten, six gigs. So if you're streaming movies and things like that, the ten gigs won't be beneficial for you. But if it's you, if you're using it for work and and googling research and things like that, then it's more than enough. Well, if you're young and old fashioned at the same time like me, that's music. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, there must have been a problem, among other things, that you wanted to solve, because you you, you look like the kind of guy who always has a plan. 
Yeah, so the major thing for me, uh, it's I, I have two little brothers. I'm the oldest at home, and it, it so my little brothers grew up so differently from me. They we call them Bastrata, basically. So they 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 are more in the in tune with the township culture. And one of the things I realized with my little brothers is they were they didn't have much exposure to a lot of things. Although I tried my best to expose them to more things. And I, I realize this because, you know, we can even talk about we can't even talk about concepts like dropshipping, for example, because majority of young people in our country don't even know what dropshipping is. And, you know, so those kind of things you know about them when you have internet connectivity and you glued up to the global world. So for me, first and foremost, are solving that from a township perspective and giving the township child more uh, uh, more fuel to fight in this in this game called life, I guess. I need a dictionary for that word you just threw it at me. You threw it at me, eh? Which one? Dropshipping. Yeah. <laughs> I need a dictionary for that because it's not only young people who don't understand these things. <laughs> There's a community <laughs> that is thinking, what did he say? <laughs> now, dropshipping. <laughs> um, with, with this service, obviously yeah. a lot of people would worry about coverage and. Yeah. Obviously, I'm thinking along the lines, one has to Rika and all of that. How does that work, covering and uh, coverage particularly? How does that work? So, like I said, we partnered with an established um, network that has infrastructure in most parts of the country. So what we have done as well, not to safeguard ourselves and customers as well, is so our, our whole system is digitized. So when you sign up for... Uh, our data packages, you go to our website, kasi.mobi. The first thing you see is um, a, a coverage map. It will ask you for your address, where you predominantly reside or where you predominantly work, so that most of the time you're there. And you do a coverage search based on the on the address, and then the, the, the location pin will pop up. If there's blue around you, it means that you have coverage. So we say you've got it like that. So the system won't, you, won't allow you to buy data if you don't have coverage. So it helps us also to see which areas they, um, there's demand and there's no coverage, but also to to ensure that, you know, we don't have issues where clients are, are buying our data packages, but they can't use them because there's no coverage in the area. So that's how we've got the, the whole um, coverage issue. This must be an exciting product for people in rural areas who have challenges in in terms of access and coverage. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Funny thing is, majority of our customers come from your, your northern capes, your eastern capes, um, which for me is actually phenomenal. I actually thought, to be honest, I always I always thought that majority would obviously come from mountain townships, but you have guys from Kuruman, you know, which which for me is amazing. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, launching a network, basically, w- what does it take? What's the process? Look, it takes a lot of money. <laughs> it takes a lot of money. Um, that's why we went the route of partnering with people that already have infrastructure because in that sense, we do not need a lot of the capex or the capital expenditure up front, you know, it can cost in the regions of a billion rand just to set up the infrastructure. So obviously uh, I'm not a I'm not a trust fund kid, so I don't have that kind of money. So for us it's literally a long term play. So that's why we we stagger the growth of the business, although our long term plan is to be a fully independent network, but for now we, we're staggering it. So the major thing that's needed is obviously money and building the back end where people can register, 
SIM card allocation, tower registration of each SIM card. There's just quite a lot of integral things that work together to make it possible. But yeah, we made it. We made it work. Don't worry, you're crea- you're busy creating a, a, a process for a trust fund. No worries. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. Now, obviously, uh, you are work. It's Wi-Fi based LTE. Those type of things. Am, am yeah. I correct? And it's LTE. LTE, which is yes. fast, but there's also talk about fiber. Are your partners yes. that you're working with? Uh, have, have you got this on the drink board? Yeah, so we're working with a partner, which for now it's a bit hush hush, so I can't mention them. But uh, we're working with a partner that's rolling out fiber fiber installations in most rural areas and townships in our country, which will make it will make um, data more accessible and more cheaper also to guys that we don't have coverage on the LTE side. So we are rolling that out as well. Obviously, as as you were saying. Um I'm thinking lockdown now. People are moving around quite a bit, and uh, yes. some of the existing networks they still have challenges with coverage in certain places. Almost like if you're traveling from here to Limpopo, you must call in to see if there's access because maybe yeah. your Wi-Fi is not going to work. That type of thing. Um, people suffer setbacks financially and otherwise. But can people sign in and sign off whenever they need to? Because when you're traveling across, you just need to be connected all the time. Look, so we we understood the issue of um, of, of the COVID nineteen financially and everything. And all predominantly with the market that we're going for, it's predominantly classified as a low income market. So over and above the pricing strategy for offering low cost data. We have also created processes that you can cancel at any time, although there is a 30-day notice, but you can cancel literally at any time. There's no contracts, so it's month to month. On top of that, you can even pause your, your data your data plan. So if you feel that, you know, or you foresee that next month you're going to have a financial issue, you let us know we pause it for, for, for August. Then August is no data allocation. Then September, when you're good, we, we reestablish it and then you're able to continue. So we've put in place certain processes to help the consumer on that level as well. Rockstar. We're chatting uh, to the uh, owner of, uh, co-founder and owner of uh, the Lemak Group, and also the founder of Akasi uh, Mobile. That's Lemakha Mukwela Lebza. We're chatting a whole lot more in a moment. Stay with us. This week on Afro Cafe. Hi, this is Berita. I am so excited to be a part of Afro Cafe. This coming Friday, catch me live on Afro Cafe right here on SABC2 at 7 p.m. South Africa, we are delighted to share the good news with you. The Chartered Institute of Procurement and Supply, CIPS, a global and largest professional institute for procurement and supply chain professionals, has awarded Rainwater with a Certificate of Achievement in recognition of our corporate ethical procurement and supply standards, making Rainwater the only public entity in South Africa to be recognized this way. Rand Water, finding new ways. 
SAFM explores issues in the news, politics, business, technology, and arts and culture with diverse perspectives and insights that will inform and challenge you. As always, we value your feedback. Don't hesitate to email us, feedback at safm.co.za. Join the conversation on global perspectives on the news of the day. SAFM, leading the conversation. Ten minutes uh, to the hour as we wrap up with uh, Brad Lebs, uh, the uh, kingmaker at Kasi uh, uh, Mobile. Uh, looking at your Twitter page, I am I'm told sometimes you do personal deliveries, Brad Lebs. Uh? Sorry? I, I, I saw your Twitter page. You do personal deliveries to some of your customers. You've got the personal touch to this, eh? Yeah, no, the thing is the demand the demand has been quite a lot. So um, obviously we partnered with a few courier companies from a national perspective, also from a Houting. Houting, we've partnered with a, quite a nice startup guy, a startup business with courier guy. So the, the problem has been obviously making sure that deliveries get to people as quick as possible. So in some instances, I had to come in and just do it myself. XA, hands on. Now, people, the buzzword also in business, uh, given the, the challenges that uh, COVID 19 has presented us with, is uh, digitizing. How are you in that space? So, like I said, uh, with Kasi Mobile, we've literally digit- internally we've digitized all our businesses and we've digitized in the, the process of Kasi Mobile in itself. Um, so, we truly understand the whole notion of digitizing, it makes it a whole lot easier. Um, I think the only problem and the only challenge from a digitization perspective is one thing we've learned as well is there is actually still quite a lot of um, people with with very low digital skills. Um, so sometimes we do have issues where, you know, customers want to sign up, but then um, navigating a website is a challenge to them um, and understanding how to input an address in a map and things like that. So. Obviously, digitization is the future purely because of what COVID has, has, has presented us. But also there is an underlying issue of digital skills that we're also encountering. So we, we are fighting the battle on both fronts. Wow. I can only see growth, growth, growth. Uh, they must be proud of you. How do we get hold of you? Well, um, I'm on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, um, and Facebook, Levaham Kubela, Gassi Mobile as well, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Gassi Mobile. Rockstar. Ranebza, power to your hands. Love the idea that uh, you were able to recognize that which you want to do, to do quite early with all the support. You are on the up and up. Keep up the good work and uh, we'll be watching the space and uh, watching your growth, my brother. Thank you, sir. Lovely, thank you. Have a good one. That's uh, the uh, founder and the CEO of uh, Lemok Group. He's also the founder of uh, Kasi Mobile. So check him out on Twitter, Lebhang Mukubela. You will find him there. He's got to. He's he's got the answer. Eh?